Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 174. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hey. Uh, today we are going to get super spoilery on Gotham 220 Unleashed. To recap, Azrael, or is it Azrael? I like the second Whichever. one. Azrael? Like, yeah. Just sounds cooler. A little bit, yeah. Azrael continues his citywide search for Jim Gordon, who is enlisting the help of Galavan's sister Tabitha to procure the real Sword of Sin from Grandpappy Galavan's grave. Tabitha accidentally reminds Theo that he wants to kill Bruce Wayne. Bullet gets a search warrant for Hugo Strange, who coincidentally just finished some spring cleaning. Alfred gets to shine like a true swashbuckler. After all, the Azrael story is wrapped up fairly nicely as Galavan gets run over by Bruce Wayne, shot multiple times by Jim Gordon, and blowed up real good by Penguin, Butch, and his bazooka. Meanwhile, Selina breaks into Arkham to find Firefly as Ed Nigma tries to break out. I think, think, that Theo Galavan may be dead. I suspect it. I don't know if seeing chunks of meat counts as seeing a corpse in comic book land, but that looked pretty damn dead to me. Yeah, that was, um... I don't know if there's any kind of uh, amount of Friesian chemicals or Hugoian therapy that could possibly bring that chunk of meat back to life, but I'm sure he'll try. Yeah, if um, if somehow they bring him back, I'm, I'm, I'm officially calling foul. Is <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it was, uh, <laughs> I mean, pieces, pieces were flying. Season 3, episode 17, The Ghost of Azrael. And that may have been the most comic booky thing, or not even comic booky thing, cartoony thing I've ever seen on this show, but yeah. I loved it. Oh, it was hilarious. And, uh, seeing Penguin and Butch together again was kind of fun. And uh, just even Butch is a little like, bye guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they seem like old friends, hadn't seen each other in too long. But you realize that that's what it takes at this point. Because with Indian Hill, with the way the show works in general, it literally takes a bazooka to get somebody off this damn show. Mm-hmm. It's... It really does. Oh, well. Hey, if it works, it works. But now we have a new bar, because there's all these, uh, you know, revived bodies hanging around town. So you're going to have yep. to pull out huge fireworks now to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You you raised the bar. It's not my fault, Gotham. You did this to yourself. <laughs> oh, how much did you love uh, Bullock early on here? That's probably always going to be the case. That's true. He is He is still just the man. But, dude. You're talking um, about the, uh, I'm not one for speeches? That one too, but before that, it, he's he's lying out why he bothered getting a uh, search warrant for Stranger's Place. And uh, by the way, just getting it for the office that was not good foresight, Bullet. Sorry. No. But um, he that's he, probably he, all they would give him, <clears throat> right? He, um, and then they still called Hugo before and said, "Hey, I just gave this up because it's Gotham. Mm-hmm. Gordon hadn't cleaned it up yet." The uh, yeah, yeah, it, the little it, even the little bit like it, Freeze comes in here, comes out dressed like a spaceman. It's just. His whole thing <laughs> cracked me up. Whole damn thing cracked me up. And then, yeah, his, mm-hmm. like, let's find that son of a bitch speech. Yeah, man, stepped up. But even before that one, he's just, why are they, why are they looking at me, Jim? Pretty pretty, pretty wonderful stuff. Yeah, it was good. Good stuff. Um, 
I, you know what I really enjoyed? I really enjoyed that priest at the beginning who was like, these damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I enjoyed that so much, but I really did. Is it is it, is he the one that that was given a case of floppy necks by Azrael? Yeah, yeah. Azrael gave him a terminal case, case of floppy necks. He did. That was a one hundred or a one hundred eighty degree turn on that neck. It was when he kills, man. He puts his heart into it. Yeah, I liked. Uh, I liked pretty much this entire episode. I love that Butch kicked Barbara out. Yeah. Absolutely. I kind of wish I'd seen that. Oh, more than that, I liked his little line. Uh, I forget who it was that breaks in on him, but he, he, he drops a line on it. Like, seriously, how do people keep getting in here? Yeah, Butch, where's your damn security? We've been talking about this. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's Butch, so he's probably just barely holding on to any power he actually has. Yeah. So it's, it's not surprising he doesn't have very good security. I, I, like, I assume that his power maintenance uh, pretty much involves like, it, it, everything gets out of hand he realizes his cut's getting a little light he calls a meeting stabs someone with his hook hand and uh uh-huh. then the, mm-hmm. the the stacks get heavier for a little while and right eventually the process repeats itself maybe he pulls out like the hammer hand next meeting you know mix it up <laughs> right um <laughs> i like that um is tabitha dead is that what's happening i don't know i i, I mean i kind of hope so She's she's hanging in there though. It's just like Barnes, really. I mean, we we saw her I in mean, the hospital. She she had that uh, stream of blood coming out of her mouth before he even stabbed her, though. Yeah, yeah. It was like she kept a a capsule. That was disconcerting. It was. I mean, I think she just bit her lip when he did it. Like, oh, this hurts. Right. Crunch. <laughs> I'm not sure whether this is bad editing or if this was intentional. <laughs> I mean, it's you're supposed to let the blood trickle up because you're like uh, that's how you're when you're viewing it you're supposed to go oh, she's been run through that's that's bad uh-huh. it's not that bad right and then you have right. a second to go oh no there's blood in the mouth like we, they did it with Jerome they did it with him correctly you saw the blood finally uh-huh. coming out of the mouth and I was like oh man he's really not gonna make it fuck yeah generally speaking whenever the like, blood comes out of the mouth that's usually when they're like yep that character's not gonna make it right I know I don't remember if Barnes had blood in his mouth but either way they they're, they've both been. Taken to hospital. And, mm-hmm. Oh, poor Butch. Poor Butch talking to her comatose body and his distractingly heavy amount of flop sweat. Yeah, I actually wrote poor Butch down too. Yeah. I did. Um, he fell fast and hard. You know that's got to be like an editorial choice or like directed choice. Like, was I want to know if it was in the script. Is Butch just sweating profusely for no reason? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why is he doing that? He didn't do that when he was... I've never seen him... I've never thought... Oh, yeah, Butch is a flop sweater. It's never... He did. It never happened. He did. It did. But it happened when when he was uh, trying to overcome that brainwashing. Oh, okay. So when he he brains really hard, he sweats. Right. (laughs) When... I don't remember him being a flop sweater before in the... Before the brainwashing. I don't know. I don't know why. Hmm. Um, I love that Gordon just takes cop cars whenever he feels like it. Yeah. I need this car. Out of there, man. You're not even a cop, Gordon. Get out. (laughs) Okay, yes, sir. (laughs) I like to think that the rest of the GCPD thinks of him as like their own, like... Their own Batman? Yeah, their their vigilante that that looks out for them. Right. You can see that guy coming in later, like walking down the street, finding another beat cop somewhere. What happened to your car? Fucking Jim. I'm sure he needs it, but damn it. Mm-hmm. You want to go find him? We'll help him. Nah, he's long gone by now. Hope he's doing well out there. 
Go get him, Jim. <laughs> Single tear. Right. <laughs> There's a full moon behind him when he does it. <laughs> um, Looking at the sky. <laughs> uh, Selena and Ed meeting up in the... Uh, are accidentally running into each other in the air vents. Forensic guy? Street trash girl? That was my favorite <laughs> encounter of the whole episode. <laughs> Easily my favorite uh, encounter. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, that was, yeah, that was fantastic. Wait, is and I'm confused now. All right, we were going to get Ed back, but he gets called at the end of the episode for no good reason? He, he gets called at the end of the episode, yeah. I mean... I don't think it was for no good reason. I think... Uh, tease me, guys. I think tra- Street Trash Girl set off the alarms. Yeah, I did too. But, you know, I wanted Ed out on the streets. Creating questionable havoc. Nah, he's got to stir a little bit longer. Getting out of an air vent. That's too simple for Ed Enigma. Mm. I but, kind uh, of agree, but any time between him being out on the streets and, and now, it's just too long. Mm, I don't know. I you, Ed, I'm Ed, still enjoying it. I, uh... Well, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind him seeing seeing a couple more scenes with him and the inmates. But get him out of there, guys. Eventually. Um. Oh, one one of the other great lines of the episode, though. Uh, they go they go grave digging, right? Uh huh. It's before um before Tigress gets filleted, as uh as Alfred might have put it. Mm-hmm. He's about to like pop open the casket, and uh, Harvey it, it doesn't want to like he's reluctant for a second, and it just Jim comes back. Really, this is where you draw the line. <laughs> Yep. It's a fair point, Jim. Um, going back to uh, poor Butch at Tabitha's uh, bed, one of the things I wrote down for him, or for the only thing, aside from poor Butch for that scene I wrote down was, yeah, when he says to Tabitha, you laugh at my jokes, you like the way I look. That kind of broke my heart a little bit. It did. It did. I actually felt bad for him. I really did. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? They were creepy before, and now I'm rooting for him. Yeah, they actually... Um, I'll be damned, Gotham Riders. You you came in, yeah, made me feel weird about a thing, and uh, you actually put a little heart into it. They can do it when they want to. When they think about it. Made me feel like Butch was a person. Right. And we get interrupted by just a random brainwashed bastard with a hook hand. <laughs> <laughs> we knew he could do more, damn it. But they uh, they got us uh, old school penguin. Um, uh huh. I'll call, call it end of season one, beginning of season two penguin. Yeah. Uh, got him back finally, like in full full fleshy form. And I love that, like he, he pulls out something about uh Galavans running around the streets. It's it something about if you want to wear leather, just wear leather. Like I mean this is Gotham City, no one cares, right? Mm-hmm. That is the line. Good stuff out of him. Yeah, and he's like back dressed to the nines, man. Yeah, buddy. That stylish little cane he's got going out. <laughs> little pimp. Yeah. But um, they had uh, the assault on Wayne Manor. I'll call it. It it, it has a couple of things going for it. Well, first, uh, uh, Bruce Alfred? sneaking up on Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Everything with Alfred, just a thousand times yes. But um, mm-hmm. Bruce sneaking up on on Alfred. You know, turns around with a knife and all that. Like I could have. I think he says I could have filleted you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I like that Bruce is able to sneak up on Alfred now. He's he's getting battier every day. Is he not? He absolutely is. And uh, that's exciting as hell. Still the. Great line with that the, between Azrael and uh, Alfred, though, was like, I think that will stop me, manservant. <laughs> Just love manservant. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alfred's that was like, good. <laughs> I'd like to give it a go, if you don't mind. It's the most British damn thing you can say going into a sword fight. I'd like to give it a go, if you don't mind. Yep. Freaking. That was good. Freaking perfect. Dude, dude, dude is classy even when he's about to try to skewer you. 
That was a fun fight, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a fun fight. I, uh, I don't know. I kind of hated that uh, that Bruce sees that broken window and starts just screaming, Alfred. Right. I was like, um... <laughs> Try being sneaky, oh, kid. Don't <laughs> let the bad guy don't. know you know he's there. You might as well really be running in the house screaming, I'm over here! I'm over here! I'm over here! Yeah, I'm like, hey, writers, I know you... I know you're trying to be sneaky about what time frame this is in, but right. uh, we we see that they have cell phones. I think it's okay for Bruce to text Alfred and tell him, hey, the guy's in the house. Oh, and one of the cell phones that had this episode, I think that was like the second cell phone I ever owned. <laughs> like, that was yeah. with a carrier service that I'm sure doesn't even exist anymore. Uh-huh. I think it was like Powertel or something. Jeez. Yeah, jeez indeed. Um, so all the yeses to Alfred swashbuckling. Um, likewise, all the yeses to Selena getting into Arkham, um, yeah. dude, she was like Catwoman in the Arkham game. She was like clinging to the ceiling and shit. <laughs> it was wonderful. That was awesome. She gets cattier every day. You know, the best thing though, I, I, well, all right. One more great line. One more great line. When, uh, when Penguin is, uh, uh, confronting Theo at the last, uh, at the last bit, remember, remember his line? Um, something about a nice umbrella or something like that. And he, uh, it says, my last one got stuck in your throat. So I'm thinking about shoving this somewhere else. Uh-huh. Just, and that's the penguin I, lo- I know and love. Um, but seriously, the coolest thing in the episode, the baddiest thing I've seen on the show so far, the trick with the shoes. What was the trick with the shoes? Bruce leaves his Did shoes hanging something? out from under a car so he can distract him and run him, run him, oh, run yeah. him down. Baddiest damn thing I've seen. That is thinking on your feet. Yeah. That's Bruce that was, Wayne that was right good. There. Loved it. But yeah, like I, I just became a mess of yelling yeses. Just, yes, Bruce with the car. Yes, yeah. Gordon. Yes, Penguin and Butch. <laughs> Always bring the right tools for the right job. Night, right. folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those few cartoons where Bugs and Daffy actually do team up. Right. It's just yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Now you know where. Um, I'm I'm confused though about where it leaves us uh, on two fronts. Oh, by the way, is, is amygdala back? Or would you, do we have like zombie amygdala now? I don't know. Or a slightly dumber amygdala, if at all possible. That was I think that was him that they unleashed there at the end. I can never tell. He I don't remember have, that. Doesn't have anything distinctive going on. I remember a killer croc, possibly. Is that a killer croc? So it's a giant creature of some kind is out there. That's what we know. Well, it was a giant scaly creature or bumpy creature, and it may have been Killer Croc or it may have been Clayface. I don't know. Ooh, Clayface would be great. I just saw a big dude from the back and was and was wondering if they didn't necessarily leave the giant hulking angry man dead. If you look at a still of it, it looks more like Killer Croc than it does Clayface. I'm trying to find a still now. I can't find one. But he's got golden eyes. Ooh, that sounds you, like, yeah. Uh, either. But they're like lizard eyes. It's, it's, it's weird, uh, man. Let me, let me get another look here. I found, finally found my still. Ooh, that does look really crocky. But it does look they really crocky. I mean, they don't like using characters at the same time, but they haven't minded it on Gotham. Gotham seems to get away with whatever it wants to get away with. Yeah, Gotham does whatever the hell it wants. I can't tell who the hell that is. Hopefully they'll tell me um, soon, and I guess have that person start killing other people, because mm-hmm. that looks imminent. Be it a young Waylon Jones? Be it a young Waylon Jones. I mean, they've, they've, I've seen stills of Clayface. I, I thought that was coming thusly. Yeah, I actually, I thought it was, um, but when I saw the episode like title, like, uh, Angry Ball of Mud or whatever the hell. The, uh-huh. This, this, sworn this that was mud coming. of, this mud of, uh, meanness or whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever phrasing they use. It sounded good, but I don't remember it now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Also, yeah, so Bridget's back. Um, yeah. Good-looking costume, actually. That was a pretty good-looking costume. She the looks, face looked weird. She looks a lot better than Garfield ever did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, her face is pretty burned. She's pretty much burned throughout. Apparently, that suit she was wearing is, like, soaked into her skin now, so she's just fire retardant. Just She's mm. got, like, a Luke Cage kind of ability <laughs> with fire. Luke uh, Cage? No, like, invulnerable skin kind of thing. Oh, yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry to uh, jump uh, cannons uh, on you, but he was first invulnerable it's okay, skin man. I could think of. It's okay, man. I uh, I heard Luke Cage. Here's how bad this got. I heard Luke Cage thought Johnny Cage and went, no, Johnny Cage didn't use fire. That was Luke Kang. <laughs> I went to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I know. I do that too sometimes. <laughs> um, um, because apparently Mortal Kombat is somewhere. It's some versions DC's canon. What up, Injustice? Mm. Go get the Game of the Year edition and bring someone over here. It's really fantastic. That's all. Let's all just hug and be geeks together, guys. Come on. Right. We can do it together. Um. <laughs> I um, didn't look good for Selena at the end. Didn't, no. didn't look good at all. Bridget, no. I mean, I know she's oh, well. uh, she's an escape artist and all, but um, damn. <laughs> I'm, yeah, not, I was I actually mean, worried about her. <laughs> I'm not too worried. <sighs> if if they kill Selena, that'll be weird, but and not enough build up either. I just that wouldn't be. That's, there's not enough payoff to killing her right now. What do you think they'll do with her? I have no idea. Because it's pretty clear she's not going to grow anymore. Right. Just... It's going to get real weird real quick that, uh, I don't know. Oh, they're just going to change her outfit. and A little girl or something. They're you just going to change they'll... her outfit and make her look older as when the time comes. She's Give got her some the, lifts? Yeah, she's got the bouncy curly hair right now, and a lot of her outfit kind of reeks of adolescence. They'll just put her in classier clothes when the time comes. Straighten her mm-hmm. hair out, maybe get her a short little like cheek straight hair. Well, they've already straightened her hair out. Did you... This episode, they straightened her hair out. Did they? They did. Oh, it is straightened. It is straightened. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, as soon as she takes the goggles I, off, she'll look older anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, hey, I'm not I'm not short-shaming or anything. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm just somewhat concerned. That, I mean, this, this chick is actually like, uh, she is like a, a dancer and gymnast and shit. Like, she's got the moves. Oh, yeah. Um, but she's tiny. She is very, very short, very small, as you would, you know, as many gymnasts and dancers are. And I don't know. She still looks very, very young. I was just thinking, you know, the, the way the uh, the Bruce kid is growing, it's gonna look creepy real soon. Let's see what her height yeah, is. They... Five two. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, she's like an inch shorter than 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 true Wolverine, Actually, than comic book Wolverine. She's uh, she's same height as my fiance. So yeah, she's short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. How big is what's his name? Where are you, David? Ooh, five five and and counting. Okay. So. And counting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's up there. No, she'll see. How she's, old is he? She's sixteen now and he's um fifteen. Oh lord. He's gonna be six one when he's done. <laughs> uh huh. They need to feed that kid some caffeine real quick so he stunts his growth. <laughs> it didn't work for me, man. I know, you tried your best. <laughs> I'm like 6'4". I've been, I've been drinking Diet Coke since I was like 10. Right. <laughs> yeah. Look at all their heights. It's, it's kind of fun. Mm. Story didn't like looking at their heights. She thought we Apparently were being rude. Not. Apparently not. Shut you up, You know crypto. what, though? What? Damn, that girl looks like Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Actually, I worried about that for a second. Um, yeah? Say she does die in Indian Hill. Uh-huh. You know he's going to go all Catwoman on her. He's going to like use cat DNA to reconstitute her or some shit, and we're going to get a oh, man. Catwoman with the like 
We're gonna get a tiger tiger situation. Yeah. Well, I'm, I keep imagining from the uh, from which film was it where she Michelle Pfeiffer falls out of the window and like cats lick her back to life somehow. Oh no, they bite her fingers and. <laughs> I don't know, imbue her with cat magic. I, they, I don't know. They, that was Batman Returns. Is it Returns? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember if it yeah. was that or the infamous Catwoman itself. But Well, I mean, it might be because that Catwoman is a sequel to Batman Returns, to, uh, to, uh, to my understanding. Gotcha. Ooh, ooh. I still had all the heights up here, and I just realized something. Jada Pickett-Smith uh-huh. is five even, and they made her look like she was about five six. Oh, wow. Nah, they've got this. They've got this. We're going to be fine. Okay. Okay. I mean, they had those cool. two on screen together and still made it look like she was younger than Jada Pinkett Smith. So, yeah. You mean shorter? Shorter. Yeah. And by virtue yeah. of that, younger. I mean, that's... Well, she may have been when Jada Pinkett Smith was on the show. It's true. That was last year. Maybe she got another inch or two. But still, I don't know. It appears their DP has this under control. We need not worry. <laughs> After all, we ain't kids and it ain't morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, the shots he's given me of Arkham Asylum's establishing shot uh, footage, I'll do whatever that uh-huh. man... I, he has as much rope as he wants. Those are awesome shots. Every time they do an establishing of that, I just I giggle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every time it reminds me of like a combination of uh, of the Alizraki print you have of the Joker coming out. Um, it's, some, it's somewhere between like that, and it has like the aesthetic kind of of the Arkham games. But it really reminds uh-huh. me of the establishing shot they used in BTAS. That's what it. That's what it like. It gets to my core. Yeah. Absolutely. Blood. All right. Um, any other thoughts on Gotham this week? Uh, no, no. And I, I didn't know it was coming up next week. I think, uh, I think I forgot to look that up. Yeah, I did too. I think um, I, I have a uh, an edge uh, place here for it on my uh, notebook, <laughs> and uh, it's empty. I can uh, so I can clear this up real fast. All right, a legion well, we can... of horribles. That sounds fun. Hugo Strange welcomes a familiar face to Gotham after he resurrects Fish Mooney. Guess we're getting her back in Indian Hill. Later, Bruce discovers a friend is in danger and teams up with Gordon, Alfred, and Lucius while uncovering more of Strange's experiments. Okay, so they're going back in for Selena. Fish Mooney's gonna go eat some scenery. <laughs> I just I'm looking at the uh, promo right now. They're like, it looks like there's some sort of strange person who uh, Strange is answering to. But they uh, ask her, do you know who you are? And Fish Mooney goes, I'm Fish Mooney, bitch. Of course she does. <laughs> oh, you guys were doing such a good job. Why? <laughs> Why? I want her gone. Oh, well. <laughs> Can't have everything. She was gone for most of the season two. That'll that'll suffice for now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, hopefully it'll be fun. Uh, or maybe I've embraced the cartooniness of the show. Uh, yeah, they've been doing enough. a good job lately. I just haven't really cared about. Uh, I haven't been as picky lately. They they've just been taking me on a good ride. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you guys disagree with us or, or have anything to say about, it, like we don't, um, we almost never get any Gotham feedback. So if you right. guys want to give us feedback on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it here on the show. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Thank you for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. Be sure to subscribe uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever pods are caught. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com, for all those amazing shows, including our sister show, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, hosted by our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. Our next episode will be reviewing The Flash 221, The Runaway Dinosaur, directed by Kevin Smith. Mm -hmm. Until then, keep some DC on your screen.